This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. There should be built in this idea that nobody wants their company to be responsible for this level of death and destruction. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back to back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind and Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine. Now, other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full. Adjustable rear that all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L T E C Weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I'm going to set the mood. Okay, I'm going to set the mood here. You got the James Taylor song. You got the fire and rain. And he's singing the song, which is horrible. It's horrible, horribly sad song. They're sitting there at the White House, and they're supposed to be celebrating this thing. The Dow is plummeting. Everybody's broke, and they bring him out to sing. Why do they always go to James Taylor? Hey, guys, what's James Taylor doing today? I mean, aren't there a lot of these celebrities that are big lefties? I mean, that's what we were told, right? Yeah. So where are they? I mean, I'm just, the staging, who is staging this? Do they ha- is there, do we have a mole in there? Do we got a, is there a, seriously, is, do, do we got a double agent in there? I'm just wondering, because this is what you would, this is the setup you would have if you hated everybody there. That's what you would play. Golly. It sounded like a send off for an old folks home. It didn't sound like a celebration. It did. It's like, that's what, if you're going to have like a going away to the home party, that's the celebration you have right there. That's the guy that you hire. So he brings out James Taylor to play the song about suicide as the Dow plummets to celebrate the quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act. And um, that was right in the middle of the day. They decided to stop working and celebrate. Okay, yeah, all right, we get it. And in the meantime, they they went on with their party. The economy was getting crushed. There was a really weird moment. Where was this at? Uh, Well, at at one point, CNN actually cut away. They said, yeah, it's a little hard to be celebratory because they had this weird, they, they, were, they were trying to cover it and you could tell that they were very uncomfortable with doing it because of everything that was happening. Listen to this because this is how they were discussing it. They were, they were showing live footage and then they were discussing it like, this is really weird. This is... I thank the Republicans who stood up. Okay, you're listening there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says that he's been fighting Big Pharma for decades. Um, but there is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 mm-hmm. points. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people. Yeah, for some people, like, what, like who, who isn't affected negatively by this? 
Who isn't negatively affected? That's the big question. So this whole thing was just so bizarre. So he's touting this, he's touting this, this, this climate change stuff. Nancy Pelosi, audio sound by five, was trying to uh, extol clapping. She was, she was trying to get everyone to clap. Listen to, well, because no one believes this. Listen. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. I, that's an applause line. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not joking, guys. That's serious. Jill was applauding. <laughs> he was applauding for himself. I mean, okay, I get it. Yeah. Golly, just so weird. Weird, weird, weird. So celebrating this, CNN cuts away. Then you have MSNBC. They were even all, what? What's happening here? This is so, this is so weird. MSNBC, they didn't, they didn't even know how to handle this. They, they actually were saying, well, it's, you know, it's sky high inflation. You get the CPI report in showing that everybody's broke everybody's paying so much more than they were for basic everyday items and msnbc i think we have this audio soundbite sixteen thousand. listen good morning a tough day to have the big inflation reduction act event as they did at the white house with this number that came out yesterday housing food all kinds of uh sectors seeing inflation gas prices are down which was some good news over the last couple of months but a tough number yesterday a tough number yesterday it's interesting because they knew the number was coming yesterday and yet they scheduled the event yeah they knew the number was coming and they scheduled it anyway i guess they thought that they could distract from it i mean i really i don't they thought that this party would just you're not going to distract from people who are broke people who are broke they you're not going to distract from from the pain that they feel in their wallets, not going to happen. So MSNBC was quizzical, CNN even, just wild. And he celebrated it, celebrated it. Meanwhile, income inequality has spiked under Biden for the first time in 10 years. It's hit this number. It's an index that's used as a common measure of inequality between the lowest and highest earners in society. And it's measured using data from the U.S. Census Bureau. It's called the Gini Index, G-I-N-I. And it ranges from zero to one. Zero is total uh, income equality. Uh, And the number, it went from 0.4 to 1.2. According to the Census Bureau. And these numbers were released yesterday late afternoon. The increase was driven primarily by the measurable decline in inflation-adjusted earnings, the invisible tax, which is hitting the poorest of the 10% of American households, and then the richest 10% seeing statistically no significant changes in their overall income. They, and they have more money than they, they, they don't notice it. That's true, Kane. We were told by reliable sources that the the wages were indeed up. Tis true, they said. Apparently not. The poorest ten percent of households saw their real incomes decline over fifteen thousand. Actually, it's approximately fifteen thousand six hundred sixty dollars. Wow, that's like four point five percent less than they made in twenty twenty, according to the Census Bureau. And, oh, man, this is bad. Bad, bad, bad. But the wages were up. Hey, this is, let's celebrate. Yeah. Here, play some more of that James Taylor. 
I'm going to read some of these numbers. Play some more James Taylor. Yeah, let's get this. Because, you know, celebration yesterday, right? Poverty levels rose slightly. They're up to 11.6%, up from 11.4%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And also, declining income. No, keep it going. For the poorest Americans, it coincides, Kane, with historically high increases to the price of food, rent, and utilities. Everything is so expensive. Let's celebrate. Food is more expensive. Energy is more expensive. You're going to go broke heating your homes this year. Thanks, Joe Biden. So wonderful. Thank you for these gifts. Increased 40-year high, seven months running food prices. And consumers are trying to go to dollar stores to get everything that they need. Oh, wait, no, I need more James Taylor because I got rent costs. I'm not even done with the savings, Kane, the celebration. The cost of rent nationwide was up almost 7% year on year in August, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Yay! Wages aren't growing at all. In fact, the reason why we have this huge disparity between lowest and highest income that spiked higher than in, in 10 years under Joe Biden is because of inflation. Yay! Let's celebrate. In fact, rent for a single-family house increased Kane by almost 13.5% to an average of $2,495 in 2021. And that, combined with soaring property values, has actually ruined the ability of families to purchase homes. Let's hear more of this celebratory James Taylor song, shall we? Ah, feel the celebration. Yeah. Such great, just joyous time, right, Kane? Mm-hmm. I mean, good time for celebration, right? Hmm. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. This sounds like a B move. This is Big B Energy. Don't make me say what the B is. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. This, apparently a new book came out It said she cut ties with a close friend of hers A friend she had for 50 years Because she could not tolerate Her friend's support of Trump And you know any support of Trump Is considered by liberals Or I don't want to say liberals Progressives to be quote unquote rabbit Carol Schwartz Greenfield The first female assistant vice president Of the Fed in Boston And an advisor to uh, that former governor Dukakis She got shunned by her longtime friend after having... She got shunned, shunned by G, by Janet Yellen after Trump's election. And it's the book Empathy Economics, Janet Yellen's Remarkable Rise to Power and Her Drive to Spread Prosperity. It's not to, suffering to all. It should be that. How horrible is that? People who do, that's lame. So lame. Police are looking for thieves who stole a dozen Mustangs from a Ford factory. How in the world? Uh, it's Woodhaven, Michigan. Detroit suburb, they're looking for thieves who stole between 12 to 15 Ford Mustangs from the Flat Rock Assembly plant. Two of the cars have been recovered already. The cars were stolen from a parking lot across the street from the facility. How do you steal how do you steal 12 to 15 Ford Mustangs from a parking lot by a plant when anybody could see? Unless they were all in on it. Yeah. They said that they were stolen around 2 a.m. Tuesday morning and they were driving northbound on Interstate 75. This is the second such theft in the span of less than a week. They stole another dozen from the same lot two weeks before. How in the world? They're all in on it. They're in on it. Uber Eats is uh, considering, well, they're testing self-driving cars in two states. Uh, Uber Technologies, California and uh, Houston, Texas. Mountain View, California and Houston, Texas. They're going to start with uh, self-driving cars delivering food. It's kind of interesting. 
Uh, and Ferrari announces its first ever four door model, the high riding V12 Puro Sang. It's like a crossover. It's only $400,000, you know, if you're interested. That's all. Yeah. Stick with us. We got more in store. So apparently, uh, Mike Lindell says that the FBI seized his phone at a Hardee's drive through. Ooh, Hardee's. Sidebar, Kane, roast beef sandwich off, Lion's Choice or Hardee's? Lion's Choice without a doubt. Steve, do you know what a Lion's Choice is? No, I've only heard of uh, Hardee's and Arby's. We, that's a big roast beef thing, too. But Wow. Well, even Arby's and Lion's Choice, I'd be choosing Lion's Choice. But if you had to choose between Arby's and Hardee's, what would you choose? Uh, probably Arby's. Arby's. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. But Lion's Choice, oh my gosh. Is it only Missouri? Lion's Choice? I thought it was. I haven't seen a Lion's Choice. I've been in, the real in several in states, and I've, I haven't seen a Lion's Choice in any other state but Missouri. If you've never been blessed enough to have consumed a delicious roast beef sandwich from Lion's Choice, I don't think you've really lived. I mean, it's worth it to drive 11 hours to Missouri to partake of the manna from heaven that is the Lion's Choice roast beef sandwich. If I could eat one sandwich for the rest of my life, it would be a Lion's Choice roast beef sandwich. They don't advertise with us. But every time I'm around them, when I'm back home, back home in Missouri, I got to have Emo's, Pasta House, and Lion's Choice. So they're they're only in St. Louis, KC, and then there's one on Missouri's campus. That's it. Oh, man, they're delicious. Yeah, so pretty much is only Missouri. Man, it's worth it to go to Missouri for Lion's Choice. one here. In Dallas, we should franchise. In my backyard that only I eat. That would be amazing because I would keep it in business. I'd be 5,000 pounds, but, you know, no shaming. It's very selfish. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because some people, you know, some people just aren't worthy. It's a, you know, it's a delicious, it's a delicious thing. It's almost holy. Just, oh, I'm just saying. All right. So back to my point. He was at a Hardee's. That's how we got there. Can you imagine your sit? My first thing was it like a morning? Was he getting a breakfast meal? Like what's up? So Mike Lindell, he's doing his thing. Is anybody more persecuted than this guy? No. I mean, my, we've had him on the show before. He's he seems lovable. He's like a nice guy. He's had a crazy story. If you're unfamiliar, he was at his lowest, and he was a drug addict, and his drug dealers literally staged an intervention for him. He told us this on air. They staged an intervention for him because they were worried about their number one client not being around anymore. And he got right, and he works with a lot of people, helps give them, give them a step back into life after they've either, you know, they've dealt with drugs or other addictions and that. And, and I think that's, that's, that's pretty commendable. And he was, you know, apparently says he was served with a subpoena for the contents of his phone. And he, he, he uh, gave an interview. He was talking to CNN. He said agents asked him questions about Tina Peters, the Mesa County, Colorado clerk. She's facing state charges uh, about voting machines, and she's pled not guilty. And they're investigating the security breach and all this other stuff. And, and he said that uh, on his, because he has a thing that he does online, and he said cars pulled up to the front of us and to the side of us, he was in a drive-thru in Minnesota at a Hardee's restaurant, and he goes, he goes, well, these are either bad guys or the FBI. I'm, I'm, I've got a statement on that. I mean, 
to, now I'm not saying this about all, I, I'm not going to say that. I'm tired of having to like kiss butt and make, oh, well, don't get mad at me. I mean, really, let's like, but, and optically, everybody thinks they're one and the same at this point. Okay, yeah. let's be real. So he's like, he goes, they, they, he goes, they're either the bad guys or the FBI. Well, it turns out they were the FBI. He said the agents presented him with a subpoena and asked for his phone. And he goes, well, I got some bad news. We're taking your cell phone. We have a warrant for your cell phone. He consulted his attorney, relented, gave the device to his agents. He goes, I want to say that they were pretty nice guys. None of them had attitude. And so he, it, it just weird, just weird. So apparently that's, so you're telling me, wait, wait a second, hold up, hold up. <laughs> oh, America, you're telling me that the my pillow guy, gets headed off by the feds before the crack-smoking, hooker-patronizing 10% for the big guy Hunter Biden? The guy who, whose sister-in-law-slash-lover threw a handgun in a trash can directly across the street from a school? The same guy who worked with China to get China ownership of different African nations mineral rights the guy who is getting paid because his dad's in a position of power and he's merching that out for the lack of a better way to put it that guy the guy who set who recorded himself on every device he had and overshared more than any millennial on TikTok ever and he's 50 something years old this guy two two laptops the my pillow guy gets raided. The guy who makes pillows. And the percal bed sheets. Mypillow.com slash Dana. That guy? Yeah. At a Hardee's. Yeah. Oh man. I don't even know where to go with this. I mean, that just says something. In America, the guy who makes pillows can have his phone seized at a Hardee's, but don't you talk bad about Hunter Biden. The FBI will go and raid other people's houses because the drug addict daughter left her diary in a flop house mattress. The 40 something year old. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Family tradition. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Oh, where to start? So a Florida man decides to attack his elderly boss with a hatchet. He's, he attacks his elderly boss, shot him in the face Tuesday night. That's horrible. Freddie Valley, 47, pulled up in his vehicle to the 77-year-old victim's property in Enterprise, Florida, where he also lives in a barn apartment. Like, what? can you tell us more about the barn apartment? I'm curious. Valley approached the victim, he's his boss and landlord, with a hatchet. And he handed the hatchet to the victim and then quickly grabbed it back and threatened to kill him. That's weird. And then he swung the hatchet at the older man. The older man fell to the ground. So they had a fight with a hatchet. Uh, After he assaulted the 77-year-old, he fled, and the victim called 911. The 77-year-old was treated at a local hospital uh, for a wound to the face, laceration to his right thigh. His injuries were non-life-threatening. So they uh, took Valley into custody at a Walmart in Deltona. 
And he's got first degree murder, uh, been held without bail. Of course he is, because he's a nut job. Uh, also, oh boy. A Florida man set his boss's house on fire because spirits told him to, say deputies. <sighs> his eyebrows are interesting and his mugshot. They look like they were microbladed. Anyway, Pinellas County, Florida. Florida man was arrested Wednesday after deputies said he was caught on camera setting his boss's house on fire in May because spirits told him to. Thon Ha, 54, was caught on multiple surveillance videos approaching the newly constructed St. Petersburg home. See what I mean about the eyebrows? Around 11.50 a.m. May 3rd, he's riding a bicycle. He took the bicycle to a stop sign then walked to the home. He tried to cover his face with a shirt, according to the arresting documents. Five minutes later, he was captured on camera running away from the home back to his bicycle and he rode away. Deputies said Ha was identified by the potential buyers as one of their employees. And when deputies, when deputies questioned him, he said he wasn't upset or anything at his employer. He said he started the fire because spirits told him to. Ooh. He was charged with arson in the second degree, $10,000 bond. Or was he on drugs? It doesn't say anything about that. For real, the eyebrows. That's not right. Dude, that's not right. <sighs> Be careful going in the shark's house. Girl loses a leg after a nine-foot shark attacks her. At a Florida beach. She was off the coast of Keaton Beach in Florida. Taylor County Sheriff's Office said the girl was not identified. She was scalloping with her family in about five feet of water near Grassy Island. Now, officials did not say what type of shark attacked the girl, but they did say it was about nine feet long. What, like a uh, tiger shark? Might be a tiger shark. Aren't they pretty aggressive? A family member jumped into the water and fought off the shark. She was airlifted to a hospital in Tallahassee about 80 miles away. They said that they beat the shark in its head until the juvenile was free. That's the sheriff's office in the news release. They said she went underwent emergency surgery and she's going to likely lose her leg. That is so sad. Swimmers are told to be cautious and vigilant in the water. Avoid sandbars where sharks like to congregate. Don't swim near large school of fish. Avoid erratic movements. Don't taunt the shark. Don't look at it. Don't breathe. Don't really do anything. Just float above the water if you can and... Maybe hope to get some splashes as a, as a way to cool down. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. That question of working harder than ever before to reduce risk is an interesting one because from the basic concept of free markets, there should be built in this idea that nobody wants their company to be responsible for this level of death and destruction. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.